Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Ditto heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community. As distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home, politically. And so we we came here for a long time, uh, both for business and pleasures. WABC Talk Radio 77. It is Bo Snurdly. James Golden here with you on Taco Tuesday. One week after Election Day, and of course, there are votes still being counted in America. (sighs) The disappointing news of today, of course, is the race out in Arizona. Yeah, nothing but bad news there. Not good. Uh, Carrie Lake lost, apparently, that <clears throat> selection in Arizona. And uh, there could be a recount. We will wait to see what happens. I am supremely disappointed. There are all, look, folks, I, there are all kind of issues in Maricopa County. Maricopa County, to me, is worse than Cook County ever was. Yesterday we did a story, and I've seen nothing, nothing about it. Those of you who listen to the show regularly know the story I'm talking about. The two guys that run the Maricopa County election, we learned yesterday, formed a pack. Anti-Trump, Trump hate pack. They want to get rid of all of the Trump-like candidates, of which Carrie Lake was one. And So you think these, so do you honestly think, maybe you do, Maybe you do, maybe I don't, but do you honestly think that Carrie Lake had a fair shot with people that actually formed? These are election officials forming a pact to get rid of certain types of candidates that they don't like. Mmm. Mmm, he says. And there's apparently nothing in the law out there that prohibits that. You don't see anything about that. I guarantee you. In the mainstream press, if we ever learned 
that the officials running a particular campaign had a pack against liberal Democrats. The people that are in charge of the election process in a county had started a pact to get rid of certain types of Democrats. I guarantee you, you would be hearing the mainstream press talk about nothing but what a conflict of interest this was. How dare you? But yet you see nothing about it. Also, if you look on Twitter, there are all sorts of people that were poll workers that are now creating or claim to be poll workers at these various counties and not just Arizona, who are filing reports, video reports, and posting them up on Twitter about what happened in these um, polling places. You don't see any of that either in the mainstream press. It's, it's all, if any voice that is counter to the voice that everything's fine here, nothing to see, any voice outside of that is being systematically canceled and ignored. Well, what are you saying, James? Are you saying that was, no, I'm not saying this for, I'm saying that, that what is the big deal if there are reports contrary to what the liberals in the mainstream press print? Why are they being quote unquote, shall we use the word? Yes, we shall suppressed. Mmm. Suppressed. There is other news. Some of it may be refreshing news to many of us here in this audience. This from the New York Times today. McCarthy scrounges for support to become Speaker as Republicans feud representative. Kevin McCarthy of California, the minority leader, scrounged on Monday for the support he would need to become Speaker if Republicans gain control of the House right now. Depending on which publication you read, it is one or two votes short. We are one or two votes short of that taking place. And I love this. There was an election that was called in New York, and there was an election called in California. And they put the GOP within striking distance of having the House. With the Senate and Democratic hands in control of the House still not secured, McCarthy's troubles reflected disarray in his demoralized party and a fraught path ahead as former President Donald J. Trump prepared to announce a second run for the presidency. We're expecting that announcement tonight. To go to the Hill, Representative Andy Biggs to challenge McCarthy for Speaker. Representative Biggs, Arizona, late Monday, announced a run for Speaker challenging House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy if the Republican Conference nomination to the Post, in in the Republican Conference's nomination to the Post. We have a new paradigm here, and I think the country wants a different direction from the House of Representatives, he said. And it's a new world. And, yes, I'm going to be nominated tomorrow to the position of Speaker of the House. Well, they had the inter-party nomination dealy today, and McCarthy ran away with it. However, he does not have the votes to become Speaker. So we could be in for a good old ride pretty soon. 
McCarthy needs to win a majority of votes from House GOP members in a secret ballot Tuesday. He did that. McCarthy survives leadership challenge, but short of votes to speaker, says the Washington Post. Let's just in. Let's just in. McCarthy wins GOP nomination. He was nominated by fellow Republicans to be the speaker, surviving a challenge from Representative Andy Biggs on a 188 to 31 vote. The real test, however, will be in January when he must win a majority vote of the full House. He has to win 218 votes. And I, for one, hope, I hope there is a really serious challenge. Later Tuesday, former President Donald Trump is expected to announce a 2024 White House bid in Palm Beach, Florida. Even as many in his party blame him for a weaker than expected Republican showing in the midterms. Carrie Loss, Carrie Lake's loss, says some reporter there in the Washington Post, confirms voters rejected Donald Trump's style of politics. That's a bunch of horse. It's not. That's not what happened. That is not what happened at all with Carrie Lake. Back to the old gray lady. They ran an op-ed by, a guest op-ed by a gentleman by the name of Kevin D. Williamson, national correspondent for the Dispatch. He says why Trump could win again. Now, you read that, you say, oh, somebody thinks Trump could win again. Well, it's the New York Times. Got to figure out what is in there. Oh, by the way, Liz Cheney, snark, Miss Snark, she has been trolling Carrie Lake after the loss, just trolling her. Because American politics has so been so dominated by an entertainer, that's his first line, by an entertainer. But Donald Trump is certainly much more than an entertainer. He was probably the most effective Republican president many have seen in their lifetime. He says the most inevitable thing, because Trump's an entertainer, the most inevitable thing in the world is a sequel. Unless and until somebody else comes into the arena and proves otherwise, and despite disappointing Republican midterm election results that many people blamed Mr. Trump for, he remains the leader of the Republican Party. His style of personalized politics is incompatible, incompatible with coalitional politics of any kind. His agenda for personal rule in a second term is shaping up to be a nightmare. He sets out in this poll position because the GOP is a mess. What the midterms exposed again is that the party, as it is currently configured, doesn't make any political sense and is losing, and is a losing electoral proposition. Well, again, that is to me flawed analysis. The midterms prove one thing. The election process in some of our states needs to be reformed dramatically and quickly. And I, for one, don't have confidence in states like Arizona to hold fair and free elections. I just don't. 
Now, am I claiming that I have evidence of anything? Nope, not saying that at all, just saying I don't have confidence in the process there. I do not have confidence that it was a fair and free election. That's all. I don't have confidence. I think there are too many questions. But I'm not alleging anything yet. The Hill conservative groups renew push to postpone Senate leadership elections. We told you about that yesterday. Ten Republican senators, including Mike Lee, Marco Rubio, Rick Scott, Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, Ron Johnson, have said, hold on, not so fast, Mitch. Now, this afternoon, breaking, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news, Rick Scott, former the senator from Florida, former governor of Florida, Rick Scott, has announced, apparently, so says Politico, that he's going to challenge Mitch McConnell for the Senate leadership spot, which is welcome news. Regardless of what you think of Rick Scott, the fact that finally someone is going to at least put up a challenge to Mitch McConnell, good news. Can't wait to wait to see what Princess Di has to say about that. Uh, those expecting Mark Stein, Mark is still in London. So we'll be doing without Mark today. Sadly, I know how much many of you and I do as well. Look forward to Mark Stein joining us. Again, Mark uh, announced last week that he's doing a cruise. I'm going. It's going to visit some cool. Yeah, it's going to visit some really cool places this summer coming up, the next summer coming up, including places I've never thought I'd see, like Montenegro and other places like that. So, S-T-E-Y-N, SteinOnline.com or Mark Stein Cruises. You can find out more about that stuff there. I'm going. I need a vacation. Chuck U. Schumer. Chuck U. Schumer is in the news. Let's take a break. When we get back, I'll tell you what Chuck U. is up to. Chuck U., Chuck U. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Sturvey, here on Taco Tuesday. WABC Talk Radio 77. Stevie. 800-848-9222. And we're coming right back. Hour with Bo Snurdly on 77 WABC. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. That's a nice beat. I give it a 10. I like the beat.
right, Kevin, explain. Tonight in 1986, the Beastie Boys released their debut album called License to Ill, which was actually the first rap album to hit number one on the Billboard charts. 1986. Wow. So the Beastie Boys bring us back here on WABC Talk Radio 77. All right, Chuck you, Chuck you. Chuck you. Says voters worried that the MAGA Republican Party was different than the Republican Party that they knew. What do you know about Republican voters, Chuck? You you don't know anything about Republican voters. And he's also saying, so this is what he said. Even some Republicans and Independents and all of these races said, "I may be a Reagan Republican, I may be a Bush Republican, but I am not a MAGA Republican." And I cannot tolerate this assault on our democracy. The biggest assault on our democracy today is coming from Maricopa County, coming from Nevada, coming from places like Pennsylvania. That's where the real assault on democracy is coming from, Chuck, you. It's not coming from MAGA Republicans, MAGA Republicans. And then Chuck, you earlier was saying, um, there's another story, I don't think I printed it up. Chuck, you were saying that he wanted the help of Republicans. Let's all work together. This is after Democrats win. They always try to peel off a bunch of rhinos. Oh, let's work together and get to... No. No. The answer is no, Chuck, you. At least any Republican that does work with Chuck, you, let's primary them, folks. Anyone. I said yesterday they're already worried about the debt ceiling. It has to pass both houses. Republicans should say no. Absolutely not. Zero cooperation. No cooperation with Democrats whatsoever. Well, that sounds a little harsh, James. No, it doesn't. Why would you collaborate with your political enemies, people that try to destroy you, using any tactic necessary? Why would you want to collaborate with them to get their agenda passed? And as far as his debt ceiling business go, I say no unless there are major concessions. Make Biden pull this stupid student loan forgiveness off the table completely. It's already in the courts. Let's make sure to rein in some of this profligate spending. If you're going to raise the debt ceiling, get something for it. Don't just give in to them because they tell you that the economy is going to crash unless they can spend as much money as they want. The answer is no. And whatever else Chuck you wants, the answer should be no. Make them do everything with Democrat votes only. And expect now you know what's going to happen in the House. We already know this, which is why we need a leader that's willing to stand up and not bend over and grab the ankles like Democrat like Republican leaders have been doing now for over two decades. We need somebody in that house that's going to absolutely just stand up and stop trying to make deals with these people and stop trying to get along with these people. Someone that doesn't care what the Washington Post says about them, like Trump didn't care. Somebody that doesn't care what the New York Times or the New York Post or the L.A. Times or the Chicago Tribune or the Miami whatever face newspaper it is or the Atlanta Journal and Constipation says. 
We need people in there that know how to say no. No, we're not going to go along with this. <sighs> yeah, I know. Well, that means you're not working for what's good for the people. When have Democrats done anything that's good for the American people? Seriously. I'm not trying to be over overhype it. Okay, maybe you can come up with one or two things. But name them. What are they? What have Democrats done that has benefited the American people in terms of legislation? Anything. Name something. Now, do I think that everything that has been passed has been horrible? Not 100% completely horrible. We've had some things that have helped in incremental ways. You go to China, for instance, which is what the Biden boy loves to do, and Ukraine. From what I understand, I have never been to China. Many of you have. I understand that there are times in Beijing you can't even walk the streets because it's so congested with horrid, polluted air. Now, in America, I don't care. You know, you go to even, even in New York here, Midtown Manhattan, the congestion and smog is not what it once was. We've made a lot of improvements. Now, some of that is due to, in all fairness, some of the legislation that was passed by the Okay, fine, I will take some of it. At what cost? They ruin American the American economy in other ways. This Green New Deal is a perfect example of that. Would cripple the American economy. But let's not deny that our air is cleaner now than it was 30 years ago in some major metropolitan areas. All you got to do is go. You can see it. No sense denying things that are real at what cost. We don't want to discuss that very often, do we? The full ramifications of it. But what overall have Democrats done? There is there are so many stories about murder and mayhem again in New York today. The murder and mayhem that continues unabated in this city. And you know you can point your fingers at for that one. Yeah. These same Democrats who just want another term to do it again and not stop it. Kathy Hochul Adams. If you're unsafe in any American city today, you can point your fingers at one party, the Democrat Party, because that's what they have brought to every single major blue city in America, period, end of story, end of paragraph. <sighs> i tell you what, this, 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 this Carrie Lake thing really has bugged me today. It has bugged me like no one's business. Anyway, 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-9222. We're going to come back. We're going to grab some of your calls earlier today, so don't go away. Rush. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Bo Snerdly. On 77 WABC. 
It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snerdly. Rush. Now here's Bo Snerdly. Taco Tuesday. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix brings us back on WABC Talk Radio 77 Freedom. Uh, there was an incident that happened earlier today. We haven't heard the last of it. Let's. This is a Newsmax report. It was one of the first reported. It's widely reported now. Just listen in for a second, folks. Listen to this. Uh, this deals with what's happening in Poland right now. Um, Poland's prime minister is calling an urgent meeting. Uh, this deals with what's happening in Poland right now. Um, Poland's prime minister is calling an urgent meeting. Uh, of some of his officials there for a national security uh, situation. Apparently, a senior U.S. intelligence official says a stray Russian missile may have crossed and hit a farm on the Polish-Ukrainian border, possibly killing two Polish citizens. What's important about this, this would be a major escalation, whether it is intentional or not, involving Poland in this war in Ukraine. Uh, obviously, serious implications based on that. And Poland, obviously, a NATO member uh, and right there on the border. And again, this is a developing story. Uh, again, it's an emergency meeting there amid an unconfirmed report. So, again, details are still sprinkling in. But well, it those is, uh, reports I mean, have been confirmed since then. So apparently the old Ruskies, one of their loser missiles, went and hit two civilians in, in Poland, crossed over the Polish border. And now we have what our diplomats like to refer to as an international incident yeah we'll see now closer to home ron DeSantis has broken his silence you know after trump uh said what he said about ron de sanctimonious last <sighs> anyway let's listen to what ron DeSantis said today here's what he said one of the things i've learned like learned in this job is um uh, when you're do when you're leading, when you're getting getting things done, yeah, you take incoming fire. That's just the nature of it. Uh, I roll out of bed in the morning. I've got corporate media outlets that have a spasm just the fact that I'm getting up in the morning, and it's constantly attacking. And this is just what's happened. I don't think any governor got attacked more, particularly by corporate media, than me over my four year term. And yet, I think what you what you learn is all that's just noise. And really what matters is, are you leading? Are you getting in front of issues? Uh, are you delivering results for people? And are you standing up for folks? And if you do that, then none of that stuff matters. And, and that's what we've done. We focused on results and leadership. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I would just uh, tell people to go check out the scoreboard from last Tuesday night. Now, <laughs> this was deftly handled as a response. He never mentions Trump by name. He says his his criticism seems to be directed at, quote-unquote, corporate media. But that last sentence was key. 
I just think people ought to go look at the scoreboard from last Tuesday night. Hmm. Yeah, well, anyway, it's on. And so tonight comes the announcement with uh, President Trump expected to announce that he will be seeking another term as president. And we shall see. We shall see. Let us head to the telephones. I said we'd get to the telephones earlier than usual, and I meant it. Let us go to John in Staten Island. John in Staten Island, welcome. Hello, Mrs. Nerley. I was just going to mention, uh, I mean, I don't know what the situation with Carol Lake is. Did she call it, or did this, did they contesting it? No, AP, no. Um, here's the situation. Uh, the AP and others, Fox News and others, have projected, they're still counting, by the way, projected that there's no way she can win, and so they call the election for Katie Hobbs. Now, we don't know because it's so tight. The last I read, it is 0.8 percentage points that separates them. That is underneath the point. So we don't know yet whether a recount will be triggered or not or whether uh, whether Carrie Lake has any interest in a recount if she has to pay for it. I don't know what the rules governing recounts are there. We'll find out for sure. But it's less than a percentage 1% of the vote so far. And I will tell you the problems that other people are reporting in Maricopa and other counties that they have experienced. This entire Arizona election management should be investigated. All of it, including officials in Maricopa County who open up a pack and are raising money to defeat certain candidates while at the same time are in charge of the tabulation machine, some of which we know didn't work. Let us go to Mike in New Jersey. How are you, Mike? Welcome. You're on WABC Talk Radio 77. Well, I'd just like to make a comment about President Trump. Listen, you know, being president is not a popularity contest. It's if the man is right to do the job, lead our nation, be a strong leader, and help out, you know, his country, and he loves his country. And that's Donald Trump. But I don't think Ron DeSantis can really fit those shoes. You know, sorry to say, um, is Trump brash? Yes, he is. Is Trump, you know, like a meanie? I don't think so. He's just a strong leader, and he loves America. And one thing about the elections, you know, they complain on the other side that they don't get food and drink on the line, but meanwhile, you got people, Republicans out there waiting three, four, five hours online because they ran out of ink toner? Come on. This is all, I'm sorry, I don't believe any of this. I don't believe the people in Maricopa County, I don't believe the people in Arizona are this friggin' dumb, sorry I said that, that they would do this and not have our senator from there and not have Carrie Lake in charge. That's the way I feel. Well, you are welcome to the way you feel. Let me don't hang up yet because I want to ask you a question. Why don't you think that DeSantis can um and, and I'm just I'm just asking. Why don't you think DeSantis would be up to the challenge? Has he not shown strong leadership in Florida? He has Bo, but Strong leadership in Florida and strong leadership on the world stage are way far apart. You need a leader like Trump 
that takes no bull and he does not. And, you know, he was right about everything. If you listen back to what he said in the past, everything he said he was 100% correct on, how they abuse us, take our money, how Germany. Do you think Ron DeSantis is capable of that? I don't think so. I'm sorry. Well, here's what I do think. We haven't we haven't seen Ron DeSantis. It's like what Trump was going to do on the foreign stage was kind of unknown. Now, we knew because of years of him telling us that Trump was not going to be a fan of these foreign trade deals. He was, and he was going to try to, he said so. We knew that he was unhappy with the way that NATO was being run, and he said so. We knew that he was itching to take on China, and he did it. And he said so. And he's been talking about China and the way that they take advantage of us for years and years. The thing that we don't know from Ron DeSantis that many of us don't know is what his policies would be. And that's only because he hasn't been pressed to say what they are just yet. I don't think, at least this is my point of view, look, I love Ron DeSantis. I ain't going to lie about it. I love the guy. I think he's amazing. And I think that he is one of the guys that, the reason people are talking about him is because of the leadership that he has shown. I love Donald Trump. And I'm not going to bail on Donald Trump either. I'm not bailing on either one of these guys. This is a process, in a way, I don't even want to see, I don't even want to see this happen. But Princess Di pointed this out. This is a battle that has to happen inside the Republican Party. Yes, I don't want to see it. No, I don't want to see it. But it has to happen. By the way, Princess Di is going to join us uh, maybe tomorrow. I got to call her or, or text her and find out what day she, we're going to go early with Princess Di because so much has happened that she, that we want to find out from her, too. So uh, anyway, I just wanted to find out whether you thought that he didn't have, whether you thought DeSantis has the leadership skills. Now, I'll tell you one thing that he does have. He can push back against these media narratives like nobody, like, and, and Donald Trump can, too. We we have a bunch of Republicans now that are, that have learned how to push back against a hostile, hateful press. We've seen it with Kerry Lake. We've seen it with Ron DeSantis. We see it in Donald Trump. We see it in Christy Nome. We see it in Doug Youngkin. We see it in Winston, in Winston Sears. We see a lot of Republicans that right now are unafraid to go and challenge the press, this biased, corrupt mainstream press on their street. And it's a good thing. So I appreciate the call. Thanks, James Golden, A.K. Sternley. We're coming back. More of your telephone calls right after this. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. On 77 WABC. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. Turn up the sound system to the sound of Carlos Santana. In the GMB, try to get away. From the Supernatural album. Carlos Santana. Here on Taco Tuesday, WABC. Let's head back to the telephones. Manhattan, we go. Mark, hello, Max. How are you? Thank you for taking my call. Um, two things here, if I may. 
Um, right now, I think that the uh, Dems are going to start going after talk radio. And if you, I think that all of us should continue to talk, call into talk radio and to listen to talk radio, but we have to be aware of the talk radio shows that are no longer taking phone calls. I'd be very suspicious of them. Point number two, if I may. Mark Stein recommended Mark Stein recommended paper ballots. I agree with him 100%. 100%. Oh, well, good. Thank you. You know, I'm, Mark will be back with us. He's over in London right now. This is one area where I don't agree with Mark, actually. I want high tech, and I know so many people don't want it. I want biometrics. We have the technology. I want fingerprints. We have the technology. And, yeah, asking people to come in or fingerprints and biometrics may seem like a problem. (laughs) I could ask for DNA. You know, we have all the technology to make sure that our votes are safe and secure. And to me, the American vote is one of the most precious things ever. I'm all for the technology. Rhonda, South Bend, Indiana. How are you, Rhonda? I'm good, James. Uh, Taco Tuesday, that's what's happening here at the house, actually. Uh Uh-huh, you're making the tacos, huh? I am. My sons have perfected it. It's an art form here. So, anyway, that tickled me. Um, James, usually when I talk to you, I have, like, a point I want to make. But today, all I have is a question. And I want to pick I want to pick your brain. I want to know why the Republican leadership overall seems to be weak. Is it a lack of courage? Is it a lack of character? I I want to know what it is because it's so frustrating when we have these opportunities and we just keep dropping the ball and the Dems take no prisoners. Uh one of the different Okay, one of the differences is, and you just said, the Dems take no prisoners. What does that mean? That means the Dems know how to street fight. <laughs> that means the Dems will go Game of Thrones on you if they have to. Scorched earth. They will go Lord of the Rings on your butt. Okay? They'll pull out Sauron. They'll pull out anything that they have to, to do to make sure that they win, no matter what ethics be damned. They're going to win. And if you don't like it, too bad. Meanwhile, we've got a bunch of Republicans. I mean, think about the difference. Think about Republicans and who they were in school. You can look at the Republican leadership. You know these guys in school were the guys. How can I say this? For the most part, how can I say this? I'm just going to get real. These are the guys who weren't getting any. These are the guys who who were so timid. Like, I remember the first time I found out that Trent Trent Lott used to be a cheerleader way back in the day. I said, cheerleader? Um, instead of a look, I'm not disparaging that as much as I'm saying they don't know how to fight. They fight with words. They fight with words, but they don't fight with actions. Democrats take your butt into the streets. They will use walking around money. They will do anything. They will smear you. They will call you all kinds. They'll bring up false witnesses. Now, also, some of that has to do with moral character, too. We are not a people, conservatives anyway. You know, like you, like me, like we have a moral compass. Where are the Democrats' moral compass? These people believe in killing babies in the womb with impunity, and now they'll tell you right up until the time of birth it's okay. Right? These are the people that find nothing wrong with continuing to allow children to fail in school 
decades after decades after decades are keeping people in poverty so that they can get their keep their own power base and lie about it. These are the people that have been lying to the Hispanic voters. Oh, we're going to make sure that we get a pathway to this. We're going to get your DACA stuff. That doesn't mean nothing. They, they, they want the issue so that they can run by calling Republicans racist. These are the people that have embraced communism and capitalism while, because they understand that under those systems they can be rich, but they can suppress everybody else and use power. That is not who conservatives are. So there is a very different mindset between conservatives and liberals to begin with. But then when it comes to the street fighting, I am telling you that Democrats have no, no, not one doubt of hesitation at all. They will go Game of Thrones on your ass in a minute. They don't care what they will. They'll rip. I mean, I saw something in one of these. It was rings or something or whatever the one was before where this woman was pregnant. I hate to use this example because it's so terrible. And they had no, they, they just grabbed the woman, spread eagle, and just cut the baby right out. No anesthesia, no nothing. It was just like, dang, these people are vicious. That's Democrats. That's who they are. Okay? They will do anything at all to get their objective through. Now, that may sound like it's hyperbole. It is not. If you think that for one instant they have the same kind of reverence about the vote that we have, Guess again. Do they have the same kind of reverence toward fair play, not cheating that we do? Guess again. There is a word that I would like to use for many Democrats in the electoral class. Evil. Because that's what their policies are, and that's what they do. People, can you imagine people that want to sexualize young children? and think that that's okay, that's who these people are. And we sit here like we're playing like like the good fairy godmother. Oh, let's be nice and rainbows and unicorns with these people. We don't play the same way they play. And that's why they continue to kick our behinds. That's my short answer. Now, there's a lot more to it when you start talking about policy, et cetera, et cetera. But that's, uh, Rhonda, that's the short answer. I hope it makes a little bit of sense. Well, it does. But, see, then we have to talk about how do we beat them? How how do we win without being evil? No, we don't have to be evil, but we have to be willing to play Games of Thrones right back with them. Mm. Okay? And that's what Ron DeSantis did down in Florida. He played Game of Thrones right with them. He's like, nope. Nope. Oh, Disney, you want to come in here and you want to you want to sexualize kids? No, we're not going to allow that. Oh, you want to protest? Guess what? We're taking away your little special privileges down here. Got anything else to say, Disney? And they shut the hell up. He played hardball with them. That's what Donald Trump does all the time. When Donald Trump went over to NATO and Donald Trump said, hey, you guys, you're not paying your dues and we're sick of this stuff. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to quit NATO and let you defend yourselves. All of a sudden, after all 25, 30 years of all this yap, 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 they started paying their bills. Okay? So all we have to do is find alpha men and women. Carrie Lake is an alpha woman. She ain't playing around. I hope that she presents a challenge to this. I hope that this isn't over in Arizona. 
we have to be willing to play Games of Thrones right back with these people and stop being all nice and playing Mary Poppins when you're dealing with the, when you're dealing with, with, I'm not going to call these people Lucifer. I'm trying to find another word. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. <laughs> this, Rhonda. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Rhonda. I love you, Rhonda. <laughs> James Golden. Oh, my gosh. Look, we have so many great calls here. I took up a lot of time with that answer. Yeah, and I'm sorry. So guess what? Everybody on hold, please give us a call back tomorrow. We'll do like phones, phones, phones at some point tomorrow. I'm going to try to start earlier, too, because I really do want to get in what you have to say. You're killing me, Smalls. You are just as upset as I am. I am telling you, this thing in Arizona, I'm at my wit's end with this. We, If we don't start learning how to fight these people, and I'm talking about really politically fight them, politically fight them, we are doomed. And you got to take off the gloves with these people. You got to go Games of Thrones on these people. You can't just say, "Oh, guess what? If you do that, we're going to take you to court." No, we have to know. And I'm not saying violence. I am not saying violence. But I am saying, look, if they organize in the streets, then we have to organize in the streets too. Oh, don't get me started. Thank you. May God bless each and every one of you and your families. We'll be back tomorrow, Boston Early's Rush Hour here on WABC Talk Radio 77. Remember, catch it night up next. See you later. Bye. I know what today is, right? I said, do y'all know what today is? Today is Taco Tuesday.